Hey, Undivided, welcome to the UD Podcast. We're so glad that you guys are tuning in. We are joined right now by Pastor David Graciano, all the way from Spanaway. Say what's up, David. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We know that our students are super excited to be hearing from you. Students who maybe uh, haven't been around quite as long, may not know you. So tell, uh, tell everybody how you are connected to the UD family. Um, first off, thank you for having me, Michaela. I think you're amazing and an amazing youth pastor. And uh, Taylor and Noel, they're all right. But uh, you, <laughs> you are the shining star wow, of UD. You, and that's a, that's a fact. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I love Taylor and Noel. And really how I'm connected is because Taylor reached out to me um, when I was a brand new youth pastor and invited me to a youth pastor's luncheon, I think it was. Um, and I just went just because, you know, that's what you do. And it was, it was amazing. And I remember leaving there just feeling like, wow, this is really cool. And this is actually something that I am excited to come back to. And of course, anyone who's ever met Taylor um, knows he is one of the best guys ever, one of the weirdest guys ever. And so we hit it off straight away because I'm kind of weird too. I got a really weird sense of humor. And so when you hug someone um, and they do some weird like peck rumbling thing to you, um, or like they shake your hand and do some weird like wiggly finger thing like in Classic. your hand. Uh, straight away you have a connection that frankly could never be broken that's the best way i've ever heard it described yeah that's the taylor murray classic for sure right there it has kind of been a reoccurring guest speaker for us he's spoken at summer camps he's come out on big event nights he's even been our dj before at our ud dance parties so I know that our students can't wait to hear from you and uh, really receive uh, the wisdom that you have from your years youth pastoring. Uh, David's also been a mentor in our interns classes over these past few summers. And so we really can't wait to have you uh, join in on this topic. Uh, Today we're gonna be really talking about how we can adjust right now. If you guys are listening to this podcast as it's released, you know that schools were just canceled for the rest of the year uh, and moved to an online learning format. We're kind of yet to see what that will be like for most of us, but that can be really disheartening and really troubling uh, for all of us as, you know, that's our normal. That's what we're used to. And it really is a big loss uh, as we navigate through a time of pandemic. It's something that leaders, students, everyone around the world we've never been through before. And so uh, there's a lot of emotions coming up because of that. David, do you have anything, you know, to add or, or from your perspective, being a few cities away in a little bit of a different area of Washington, what's it been like for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, right? Like, I think all of us every day are just like, what is going on? Like, I wake up every day and I'm like, okay, is this still real? And I thought about making like a TikTok. I don't know if you're on TikTok, but I thought about making a TikTok where like, you know, the ones where like, um, they, they have a dream, they have a dream where it's like, uh, 
you know, all these good things are happening to them and then they wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, there's like a trend for that. Uh -huh. uh, I thought about doing that and just like throwing up highlights from like the last year of like all the amazing fun things that happened in my life with the people that I love. And then like waking up and then realizing I'm like just sitting in my house. <laughs> On um, Zoom call all day long. Right. Like <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And I was actually reading this morning because I was trying to find out when the last time something like this happened, not pandemic, but specifically for schools. Right. Um, like when, cause I, you know, we are only in this small period of time, but I'm sure something like this has happened before. And there's been pandemics in the past, but with school closures, I was just really interested. And the best I could find, and this is like, you know, you'll have to fact check me, but in 1918, there was influenza. Okay. Um, and that was, that caused school closures, I think close to this level, but I don't yeah. know if there's really been anything in the last hundred years that's even close to what we're experiencing right now um, yeah. for students specifically. And I say all that to say, if someone's like, hey, like this is how you should be dealing with it. Hey, you need to get over it. Hey, you just need to move on. Um, it's, it's kind of, I kind of, I, I find it hard to just accept that because it's like, well, these are kind of unprecedented times for students. Like we're talking about the federal government canceling school for the rest of the year. Like okay. when I was growing up, the most I could hope for was a snow day. Right. And we were hyped when we got Maybe it. two. Maybe, maybe two. two. But it's like now the, 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 the government is saying, hey, for the safety of everyone. And like, it's not, I mean, it is a bad thing, but obviously like we want to do our part and stuff. Um, it is what it is. And it's a sucky hand that these students have been dealt. And so all that to say, like I super empathize and especially with seniors, man, like for me, everyone has a different school experience, but I really love school, not because I love homework and doing school stuff, but I love the people. Right. right. And I just had like friends and it was my social life and, and, you know, to walk, right, to walk with my friends and wow. to um, experience those senior moments was, was, was amazing. And the fact that some of, um, you know, some of our seniors are going to miss on some of that stuff, I, my heart breaks for them. It really does. Um, so we can talk a little bit more about, you know, how you, how we work through that, but all that to say, like, it's, it's a bummer. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard for, uh, you know, families too. We have yeah students who, you know, not only is that school experience, all those expectations and dances and sports, all the things that, you know, in their mind were they're ramping up to, to end their school year. Not only did that end, but now, you know, they're also at home, they're managing the relationships in their household. And, you know, oftentimes right. our parents who are mourning their own losses, we might have a parent who is getting, you know, hours cut or they've lost their job entirely. Um, and when a lot of, con I don't know about you, but when conversations about finances go on and you're, you know, 15, um, you know, 
sometimes it can be perceived like a student or high schooler or middle schooler isn't picking up on what's going on. But the truth is, um, I, I can think back to being in that position. You can feel it and you, you know exactly what's going on and that stress can weigh heavily. And so, you know, to all of our students at Undivided and Beyond, um, really, you know, David, myself, um, as pastors and youth ministry, but also all of the leaders um, here at Undivided, we, we feel where you're at. And we want to let you know that uh, your situation isn't going unnoticed. Um, and really, we just want to continue to talk through um, kind of some of our own experiences. Um, we haven't been in your shoes before, um, but there are portions of it that we can relate to. Um, there are portions of things that um, we have been able to go through and come out the other side of. And so, you know, I wanted to start off and just share a little bit about that. I know for myself, um, something that was, you know, really, I would say just dark and kind of difficult to go through was having um, my sport at one point ripped away from me. Some of you who maybe don't play sports, maybe you're like, mm. so stupid, who cares? It's just a game. Uh, but when that is your life, uh, that can that can really fill that place of purpose where you are bringing your friends to know God, right? You're using your influence for good. And so you have this perspective of what that was going to be like, and then that's taken. Um, and so to reroute, to try to rethink of all of those plans you had set, um, do you have any advice for students of, you know, what are some, some ways that they can begin to think about it? Because I think right now, um, it's really just wrap our minds around. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's far reaching, you know, it is more than just school. It's, it's, it's everything. Um, and I, I just off the tail end of what you were, um, saying before I shared this scripture and I think it's, so powerful because even though you know right now it does look really bad i really believe um and know that god is a god of redemption and he brings you know it's it's like super cliche but he really does bring beauty from ashes he really does restore things and yeah um joel 2 25 talks about um how god will restore the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. Um, and it, it goes on to talk about just like how you'll praise God um, and how you'll never, the people of God will never be put to shame. And I just really feel like for our seniors specifically, that is such a word for us, um, for us, I mean, for them. Um, yeah, like in so this good. season, like, like God is going to restore what has been stolen from you. And the reality is, is like, something has been taken from you. And right. I think if we're going to like beat around the bush and be like, Oh, like God's going to make it better. He's going to make it all better. And like, it's not a big deal, whatever. It's like, no, even God in this, in this like scripture, like addresses, it's like, Hey, things have been destroyed. Things have been taken. There's some restoring that needs to happen, but it's beautiful because on the other side, he's like, I'm going to do it. And, um, like you're never going to be put to shame again. And so I just think for our seniors, um, you know, right now it is, it does suck. Like, and there's no getting around that. 
Um, but I think if you can hold on to the promise that, hey, you know what, there is a light at the end of this tunnel and God is going to restore the years that were taken from me. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how it's going to feel um, or what's going to happen, but God will restore things and he will, um, he, he will make things right. And so I, in that position, you know, I would immediately find some scriptures that you can kind of hold on to because the reality is, is when, when it all is taken away, um, you know, who are you at the end of the day? Right. And, ultimately i think what we're seeing is there's everyone is at home and we have to come to terms with who we are <laughs> you know so good. And, yeah. and not what we do not our jobs not our um, school not our grades not uh, our personalities or how many people like us or anything like that um, now we are i think just more than ever confronted with who am i and where is my identity found? And if I don't have these things that com compromise, com what's the word? Compromise? Comprise. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's a good word right there. <laughs> uh, comprise who I am, you know, who am I? And so I think getting back to, okay, this is, this is who God says I am, right? Um, I'm first and foremost uh, a child of God, and that's where my identity is. It's not based in my performance or what even I can do for God. Right. Yeah. It's simply, it's simply found in like, okay, God, I'm your kid. And as your kid, it's your job to take care of me. You're the father, not me. So I just trust you today as a kid, trust a father. Um, and yeah, so um, that was kind of a little bit of a rant. And I don't hey, remember your good. exact question. No, that's good. I love that. And, and really, that's, that's taking me to a, a new train of thought, too, in that, um, you know, I think there's going to be some people listening to this right now who you're at home. And as David was saying, we have an opportunity now to look at our identity and really figure out who we are, because the things that we once thought were essential have been removed from us. And so we are confined, stripped down, however you want to see that. And I think there's going to be some people who are coming to the realization that they don't have Jesus. Maybe they've had church and they've wow. had a meeting and they've had um, friends to meet up with. But when it comes to the, the spirit and the peace of Jesus, they, they possibly haven't had that. And so I just want to, if that's you listening, I want to invite you to continue to tune into this conversation and we're going to pray actually at the end of this. So I want to just uh, implore you to continue listening, continue to lean in uh, to what you're hearing on this podcast. And I would ask that you would even right now, just, just pray and ask God to speak to you, to meet you where you're at as you're sitting in your bed, um, as you're going on a walk, whatever you know, the minimal things you're able to do during this time. Um, and, you know, I don't know if that's, that was a little bit of a, a dovetail there as well, but um, I just want to make sure that while, you know, we're on a podcast, David and I are not, you know, near one another, we're cities away doing this virtually, um, but that we're still creating a space for the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts. And I believe that's going to be happening. So 
let's let's kind of turn over to maybe kind of some biblical uh, tie-ins that we can put in um, our hands to, like you were saying, grab onto some mm-hmm. pictures. I know, you know, something I'm seeing a lot of is, um, you know, people kind of wanting everything to feel better right away. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't feel better. Can I know I, I have some on my mind, but can you share of maybe some examples from the word where um, it shows us that it's okay to be sad? It's okay to lament or uh, to feel down. Yeah, absolutely. It's, <clears throat> I think that is what's so beautiful about our faith. Um, uh, you know, it, our, the, the God we serve is not like, he's no stranger to pain. You know, he's no stranger to the feelings and the emotions that we have been feeling on a daily basis. He has literally become human flesh and felt the things that you and I have felt. And so now, you know, from where he sits, he understands and he knows what it feels like. Um, And so, I mean, there's tons of examples. I mean, there's a whole book of the Bible called Lamentations, um, where it's just lament, lament, lament. Um, But I think the one that comes to my mind, which is like one of the hugest things is, you know, Jesus um, in anguish in the garden right before he's about to be murdered, basically, um, before he's about to be go to the cross. So he, it's crazy because his prayer, you know, you'd think him being Jesus, AKA fully human, fully God, you'd think he would get it and be like, all right, God, I know this is what you want for me. So I'm just going to do it. Um, But that's not what we see in the garden. You know, what we see in the garden is he's literally crying blood, like tears of blood because the anxiety and the anxiousness and the, the, like the, the pain of what he knows he's going to go through is like putting is traumatic for his body um, and he's ta- and he's telling God, he's praying, he's saying, God, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't like the situation I'm in, <laughs> you know? And I think any human in his place would say the same thing. No one wants to go endure all the, the pain of being whipped and beaten and spit on. And I mean, if you've ever seen you know, the passion of the Christ, like it's, this is not a joke we're talking about. And yet, you know, someone who's fully God and fully man, Jesus, we see him in anguish and in pain and he's telling God how he feels. Um, and, and the Psalms are full of, full of that as well. But I think for us in our faith, it actually has an opportunity to grow deeper and more real in the midst of the pain. And I think we have an opportunity as Jesus followers to take advantage of that and let our relationship with God grow deeper when we're kind of upset. And maybe you're upset at God. Maybe you're just upset at the situation. Either way, um, God cares and he's still good and he still loves you. And he wants you um, to pour out your heart before him. And I'll give you some context. Like, for me personally, 
um, this is this is where I'm at in my life. Okay, so uh, last weekend I was supposed to go on my bachelor party slash wedding celebration. Um, <clears throat> we had hotels, flights, um, events, uh, concerts, all all kinds of things booked. Um, and me and a group of you know me and Katie and a group of our close friends, um, we were gonna go. And we're, we're flying and we're going to go hang out with a group of our friends for, you know, three or four days to kind of celebrate our engagement. And it was like a mixed bachelor, bachelorette party type thing. Well, that got canceled. So that sucks, right? Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of money there. And, you know, but more than that, it's just, you know, we just wanted to hang with friends, right? I think that's all of us at this point. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, you know, we, it just continues to unfold. And so, you know, we're supposed to get married, uh, this June and, uh, the, the places are emailing us and saying, Hey, like pick a different date just in case it's not available. Um, and then we find out school's canceled. And so it looks like the government is, is not, um, you know, they're not looking for an end to this anytime soon. And, you know, on top of that, um, Katie is applying to grad schools. She has applied to grad schools. And so, you know, there's a chance that, you know, we're going to somewhere where she's going to be going to grad school. I have a million things up in the air right now. And if I could tell you, like, in my life, in my 29 years of living, because I'm old now, I'm 29, <laughs> there, this could have come at any time. And I would have been fine with it. But the fact that it came right now when all these things in my life are already changing and now it's just literally just thrown a massive wrench in what I thought were my plans. Um, it really, really, really sucks. Um, and like what I do with that, I think is so important. And I think by the grace of God, I think my perspective, he's just given me like, I understand like this is actually so out of my control. And yeah. so I could either just be miserable and think about it every day. The fact that, you know what, here's the reality. We're probably just going to have to like apply online at the courthouse, get a certificate and have dinner with my family. And like, I may not get the moment for a while to see like, the love of my life, the girl that I'm engaged to walk down the aisle, you know, and when you're faced with, and that, that's just, that's just my context right now, but I want to like open up and be vulnerable so people can see like, this is hitting for everyone. But I think what you do with that, right? Like, you know, Michaela, what you do with these things is the game changer, right? We're right. all getting dealt kind of sucky cards and like, Every day I wake up and I'm like, man, I wish I could have like gone to my bachelor party. Man, I wish I didn't have these problems with this wedding. Like we have, you know, family and friends from way out of town, like who are flying in and all this stuff and it's all just blown up. And so, you know, I, for me, I just continue to gratitude continues to just be a theme in my life. Um, and it's not like this fake gratitude. It's like a deep seated, like, God, I am so grateful that I'm healthy. I'm so grateful. I'm alive right now. I'm so grateful that, 
you know, in, in just taking what I do have yeah. and thanking God for it. You know, I'm not going to focus on the fact that everything I had planned for my wedding is pretty much blown up and all the work we've done, I don't know what's going to come of it, but I'm going to focus on, Hey, like God, I'm so grateful. I still have a job because there's a lot of people who don't. God, I'm so grateful my family's healthy right now because there's a lot of people who aren't, you know, and just, I have to keep that in front of me because if I don't, um, it's so easy to get down in these days. And so I would say anyone who's struggling, um, you need to start putting gratitude at the top of your list for things you're going to make a priority. Uh, Cause otherwise it, you just, you just won't, it's just too easy right now. You know, it's too easy. You're at home, you're in your head. And so just start being grateful, 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 um, and literally listing it off. You know, I'll speak it out loud, what I'm grateful for to remind myself and to speak to my soul. Um, so that's where I'm at right now in this season. And those are the scriptures that come to my mind. Um, you know, Jesus, at the end of it, we all know, he said, not my will, but yours be done. And that's kind of like, all right, God, like, I know you love me. I know you're good. Um, and with this whole wedding thing, I, I, you know, I, I know you're going to work it out one way or another. And so I'm just going to trust you again today. I don't like what's going on. I don't have to like what's going on, but I, I, I know you're good and I know you love me. And so I'm going to choose that perspective as opposed to just staying down in the dumps. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. Thanks for sharing that. And I think so many of our students can relate to what you're talking about is going on in your own life as um, it is so easy to keep our eyes on uh, what has been taken and to use gratitude as our tool. Really, God's given us that tool of gratitude, of thankfulness to be able to uh, shift our eyes and kind of shift our perspective. And there's kind of a uh, back and forth there, though, because while we can use gratitude as that tool, it, it also doesn't mean that the sadness or the brokenheartedness um, is, is necessarily removed right away. And I think right. it's something to struggle through. I want to share a couple of scriptures here. Uh, in Psalm 34, 18, it says, God is close to the brokenhearted. Um, if you guys haven't read Psalm 34, I'd encourage you to do so. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and the burden I give you is light. I think a lot of what we feel is so heavy is because um, there's all these external things, ex external expectations. Um, a lot of the non-essentials, maybe, you could say. Uh, but really, God can replace it, and Jesus can give us that peace that, that brings light. So for someone who's, you know, looking for, okay, so if that's true, if, if I can go to Jesus, and uh, while I'm dealing with this sadness, I can experience some peace with him, uh, what are some practical ways that we can do that while we are still in quarantine, while we are still at home, um, and, and not able to access our regular community that we're used to. That's great. I love that you said that because it, it really is 
it's both and, right? If someone um, says like, oh, God's going to go all work it out. But you're like, yeah, but I'm still sad. Right. You're not um, happy. Your, your wedding's, you know. Right. Up in the air. Right. And, and I, I really believe that we need to have enough room in our theology or enough room in our way of looking at God, way of thinking about God, way of knowing God to understand that we can live in a, a headspace where we can both have faith and have sadness coinciding, coexisting okay. in, in inside of us. And so what that looks like for me is probably not a day goes by where I don't wake up and I'm just like, God, this sucks. <laughs> not a day goes by where I'm like, God, I wish, I pray this will all work out before the wedding, you know? Not a day goes by where I'm not sad for things going on, but also not a day goes by where I'm like, God, I know you got this. Like, I know you're going to work this out. I know there's going to be a lot of good that will come from this. Um, and so I think you, you, that scripture nails it right there. It's one of my favorite scriptures, like ever, ever just read it over and over and over again. Um, you know, over the last, however many years, I, I always come back to that one because it's, to me, it's so comforting when it says God is close to the brokenhearted. Um, yeah. I mean, that means yeah. the moment you're sad, he's there. <laughs> You know, and it's like the moment you're cut up about something, he's there. And um, I think practically what you need to do is like he's there for a reason. And I think you need to engage and include him in all of this. So no matter what you're feeling, like the, I think the worst thing you can do is leave God out of your sadness. Maybe you're worried that, you know, he's not happy with you. Maybe you think um, he's going to be upset because you should have more faith or whatever it might be. Um, but the reality is, is that's not who our God is. He's a, he's a perfect father. He's a good father. And, you know, he wants nothing more than to you know, wrap his arms around you and comfort you and, and give you peace. And so practically, you know, what it looks like for me is I am praying a lot and I am worshiping. I'm putting on a worship playlist. And when it really, really does get hard, I mean, I haven't had like a, you know, full transparency. I haven't had like a full breakdown moment about my wedding. Um, but I know in the past in my life when things are just hard, like for me, I need to go and I need to put on loud worship music, take a shower and cry it out. Like, that's just a reality. Like I will just go and I will weep my eyes out and I'll worship God, but I'll also pray and I'll just be like, God, this like hurts. This sucks. I don't like this. Please do something. Um, and literally just like pour your heart out to him. And so, you know, practically in these times, you're going to still deal with sadness. And I think that's important to recognize that it's going to happen. You're going to wake up and you're going to feel like crap sometimes, but what you do with it will be the key. What you do with it will be the ticket. And will you engage with God? Say, God, I'm feeling this way again. You know, Michaela, there's so many times, I don't know if you've ever had this before, but 
there's so many times um, maybe I'm just weird where I don't even know I don't even know what I'm feeling or why I'm feeling it oh absolutely sometimes, some, sometimes I so it's some days uh, it probably happens to me maybe I'd say once every two months where I will just I will feel emotionally just off weird kind of sad but not super sad but not super happy and I'm in this weird space and I, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it other than that and I, but what I'll do is I'll pray, right? I'll say, God, like, why, why am I feeling this way? I don't feel happy, but I don't feel sad. And I need help, you know? And I know that you know me better than I know myself. And so was there something that happened, you know, yesterday or today? Is there something that I just can't see? And I let the Holy Spirit, you know, work with me and, and help me. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it'll be like, yeah, you're actually thinking of, you know, there's something on your mind right now that you're wrestling with that you're not giving to me, or um, maybe, maybe you don't get an answer, um, but you have the peace knowing that like God's with you. And so prayer, man, like, and all these things, whatever you're feeling good, bad, or otherwise engage with God. And I think you can reach a depth in your relationship with him that, you know, before Corona, you may not have been able to get to. Maybe you only felt that at camp. Right. You know, maybe, maybe you only felt that on a great UD night, but now we have an opportunity to really tap into, and I think that's what great leaders do. I think if you look up to, you know, a, a Taylor, Noel, Michaela, and you're like, oh man, they just seem so spiritually like mature and I want to be like them or whatever. It's like, honestly, we're not. Like we're just normal people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know any more than anyone else or whatever, but I bet all of us go to God with our problems unashamedly and we just take things to him. Um, and I think that's like, I think that's a huge factor in any Christian's life is just, you know, you're going to experience sadness. Don't write it off though. Use it. Um, don't let anyone tell you, you just need to be happy. No, Jesus didn't come to make us happy. Okay. God didn't come to make us happy. Um, God wants you to be happy. He's a good father, right? Any good father wants their kids to be happy. Um, But God will also work with us in our sadness. And he's going to, like a good father, he's going to want to cheer us up and he's going to, he's going to encourage us. And so bring your sadness to him every single day and it won't go away. So quit praying the prayer, God, take this away and start praying the prayer. Hey God, help me through this. Hey God, meet me in this. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. And I, and I love you said he's, you know, he's a father, so he's going to want to encourage us, but that doesn't necessarily equate to the feeling of happiness. Right. You know, a lot of us, like you said, you know, maybe we feel that high of camp or of a, a great night of worship at you. Yeah or we're looking for, you know, a word, we're looking for a leader to come pray for us. And and we feel like we can't have those experiences, but really what prophecy is, is really encouragement. It's encouragement um, and casting vision into someone's life. And, and right Right. now, God is going to give us that encouragement and vision really like never before um, when we lean into him, but it does take us being honest with ourselves and, and bringing those emotions to him. Um, one thing that, you know, for me, this is super practical, but even just the other day, I, uh, 
was listening to Gracious Tempest YouTube version from five years ago from Hillsong Youth. Best, Go back. That's the best version. That's all I have to say. And, I, you know, I felt fine. I felt good. I was listening to it just because I enjoyed that song. And I just started to cry. And, you know, God was revealing some things to me that I hadn't been honest with myself about, about how I was feeling. So I want to encourage us all, you know, to turn to worship. Maybe it's difficult for us to get quiet or to spend time with God. Maybe that feels too ambiguous, you know, to some of us. And I know for myself, sometimes it's like, I'm so busy during my day, or I can even make myself busy when I'm stuck at home and distract myself with TikTok and whatever else to where sitting in silence without a phone, without a screen, you know, it can feel daunting. Uh, worship music is an amazing way to foster your connection to God. Art is an amazing way to foster your connection to God. God is the ultimate creative. You know, he created this world. He created each of us uniquely. And we have an ability to tap into that creativity right now um, and do some things to express ourselves. David, do you have any thoughts on, on that creative element? I know you're a musician and, you know, you, you're an artist as well. I have some of your pieces right here. <laughs> you know, maybe what can our students be encouraged to create during this time? I love that. I love, um, I think maybe Susie posted something and, and it's on your UD social media, something about like your, your, uh, um, things that bring you joy or something like that. Right. Um, it's like a list of things and you write things down. Um, that, that reminded me of that because for me in the season, I've had to be really intentional about like, okay, what brings me joy? Like what actually brings me joy? You know, what makes me laugh and smile um, and keeping those things in front of me as well. So um, for me, it's looked a little different. I actually started, and this isn't a shameless plug, but I've been at home so much and I've been on Zoom calls and I'm like, I'm just going to Zoom some people and record it and I'm going to make a little Instagram TV show um, just hey. purely for me. Like purely for me, purely as a creative outlet, like I have no agenda with this thing other than like, I just. Other than for every UD student to go follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even, it's just on my account, but it's called the quarantine diaries. And all I do is go on there would talk with my friends. And for some people, I can't imagine people actually watch the whole thing. Cause it's like 45 minutes long each episode, but um, like, it's literally, it, it brings me joy to create it. It brings me joy to put it out. It brings me joy to see people engage with it and comment on it and, and, and just put out some content um, because I'm not really in a space where I'm songwriting or painting or anything like that. So that's kind of been my little creative outlet. Um, and I think students, like you need to find what it is you can do, right? It's gonna have to look different and that's okay. Um, so like figure it out. And I think, you know, th there's an opportunity here. I, I love what bro UD's TikTok game is unmatched. Like <laughs> I, I love the UD TikToks and you know, that is a form of creativity. And I would say, you know, students listening, like, you know, start drawing now, start painting now, start 
producing video content, get, get your camera. You like, if you have an iPhone, you can produce so much content uh, and so much good stuff. Like all the apps are there. Everything is available to you. And so I would say if you are a creative type, um, this is, could be a dream come true for you in a lot of ways and that you need to sit down, plot out, okay, like what's something sick that I just want to create for the glory of God or for just pure like joy of creating in, in God. It doesn't have to be a super spiritual thing. I mean, quarantine diaries, it's not a church show, right? I'm yeah. literally doing it because I love connecting with friends. Um, and just finding the the joy in the midst of this. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, drawing, painting, doing whatever you can, producing videos, making TikToks, making content for the UD Instagram, for your Instagram, stuff that can be shared. I love the, you know, summer camp bingo and like all these oh, yeah, things. Yeah, I saw like, your guys today. It was awesome. Yeah, just doing this stuff. Tell me what, what that we're on here. engage with. Tell me what Baywatch is. I oh, I love Baywatch. So, um, you you know how you guys do the uh, uh, no cheap thrills dance, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's you know camp is the best, right? Can we all just take a moment? We love camp. camp. Like, can we pray no, for camp? Can we yeah, pray can that we, all these camps? Can we just take up open? an offering? Just take up an offering right now um, <laughs> for camp. Uh, no, but we have traditions like like everyone else, and one of our traditions uh, is called Baywatch. And during our afternoon sessions, which are a little bit more chill, our night sessions are really crazy, and then afternoon uh, are a bit more chill. We we put up photos that were taken the day before of students that were hanging out together, maybe a little too close. So it's not yes. students who, who, who are couples. So it's it's called Baywatch, B-A-E-W-A-T-C-H. There used to be an old show that no one on this podcast had, has heard of, but it was a <laughs> lifeguard show called Baywatch, B-A-Y, like water. Um, anyways, it's, it's Baywatch and we just kind of put couples on blast who aren't really couples. And so like if a random guy and a random girl are like on the swing set or something, uh, someone will sneak a photo and then we'll show, throw it up on Bay, the Baywatch segment in front of everybody. And there's like, dude, like I wasn't even talking to her. And what you didn't see is the other side of the cropped out photo. She was with her friend and I was with my friend. We weren't even talking to each other. So we just like I set up all these, this. we set up all these funny things and we get some funny snaps of people who are not couples, but we throw them up there if they're like close together and embarrass them. And it's great. And we love it. That's incredible. I have never loved a creative idea more. And students, if this happens at camp this year, you'll know where this idea originated from. Yeah, that's the kind of things my my team. Um, I'm the best and the worst thing for my team because when we're in these planning meetings, I literally just throw out the craziest things, and sometimes they're like huge wins, and sometimes they're like huge losses. Like I don't have in between ideas. I have like super hot fire ideas that take off, and then I have like terrible ideas. Um, and that's that, why you have a team to save you from the terrible ideas. That's right. That's right. Well, sometimes I like, I really want to do this, even though they say no, and then it's bad. And then I, you know, I say, sorry, <laughs> you were right. And I admit defeat. 
That's awesome. Okay, well, we've got just a couple minutes left here on the podcast. So, um, David, any final words or thoughts uh, to the students of Undivided uh, of kind of encouragement um, coming from you? I know it means a lot to them. So any final thoughts? Um, UD, I love you. And seniors, uh, I feel for you guys. Uh, but God is faithful, and he will see you through. And you're going to have a story to tell that is unlike anyone else's. Um, and so I think you can take a lot of pride in that. And uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, you guys are a special class. And um, yeah, I, I just can't wait to party with everyone. Honestly, I already know everyone's going to, we're going to be throwing mad parties. Mad. As, soon as, as soon as this like joke is up, um, we're going to be, it's not a joke. Probably shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> as, soon, as soon as this thing is up, um, we're going to have a party. I will come DJ. Um, and I actually, what we're talking about with our team, Michaela, is doing like a type of like senior celebration. Like once we're back, like getting yeah. the seniors together, having them walk down an aisle, make a night, we celebrate them and do yep, something. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're gonna sell it. We're gonna celebrate everyone, and uh, I'm believing we're gonna have a crazy summer uh, and a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I just I just love you guys, and I'm glad um, that we are in this in this thing together. And you guys got a good team. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. This, I, this is what I've been thinking about for my students. This is the time, like, to you have. And you need to know, like, for my students and UD, for your students, you need to know that you have a bunch of leaders right now, literally on standby, waiting for your phone call, waiting for your text, waiting for anything from you. And so it literally, if you want to reach out at any time, even if you're just like, dude, I just need to talk to a human being, you know, like yeah. reach, reach out to us. Like we are so ready. We are so willing and waiting um you know we're going to reach out to you but you can feel free to hit us up literally at any time um and we we have you know we love you guys that's the main thing like as youth leaders i think it's easy to say oh yeah we love you we'll see you next week but it's like no like you know michaela like not a day goes by where we don't think of of ud where i don't think of rise youth and individuals and I, I hope they're good, right? I hope they're doing okay. I hope their family's good. Like, we pray for you. We love you a lot. And so, like, reach out anytime, seriously, and, and um, hit us up if you just need a voice in your life. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, as your, as your pastors, we love you a lot. So that's, that's the main thing. Now is the time to lean in to your leaders. Like, lean in heavy. Lean into them and... Um, use them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, well, to end this podcast, I just want to pray for all of us now, wherever you guys are at, um, listening to this and tuning in. Um, I want to pray that you would be safe, that you would be able to lean into God. Um, and for those of us who want to accept Christ, I want to offer this as an opportunity to do so. Uh, so would you, wherever you're at, uh, take a moment of prayer with God. God, thank you so much for these students, God. We 
love them, but you love them so much more, God. Thank you that you're with us. Thank you that you've gone before us. And no matter if we are feeling so productive and amazing right now, or we are just feeling down and we're feeling the effects of all that's going on in the world right now, would you be with us? Would we be able to lean into you more and more each day, God? Allow us to see who we are in you without um, all these things that used to make up who we were. But now we get to be in silence with you, God. Would you speak to us and help us move forward in our faith? God, I pray for every individual right now uh, who wants to accept you into their heart. God, I thank you that we don't need a gathering. We don't need a clenched fist or a hand raise to make that happen, but that right there where they're at, the Holy Spirit can come to meet them uh, and they can accept you as their savior. We thank you that that is happening right now. We believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor David, thank you so much for joining us. UD, you guys can follow David on Instagram. Definitely watch his quarantine show that he is going to be putting up. <laughs> I'll plug it for you. And we also want to encourage you, if, if you need uh, resources, if you need some hope right now, we don't care about the subscribers or anything like that, but we are putting out more and more uh, resources for you guys that we believe can be helpful to your faith right now. We've got a UD blog going on. We have some worship playlists um, on Spotify and Apple Music, and you know where to find it. The link is in the bio. And we love you guys. Have an amazing week. And we will see you online every day. Please connect with us and we will be connecting with you. Have an amazing week.